Hey, did you just have a meeting with a donor and they told you something really, really important and you have no place to put it except for like maybe an Excel spreadsheet or, I don't know, a random piece of paper in your office? Go to DonorDoc.com. Get a CRM system that works. Get a donor database system that works. Get something that gives you beautiful reports and beautiful dashboards that even your crankiest board member will love. Go to DonorDoc.com. Use the code word do good better at checkout and get a month free. DonorDoc.com. Your organization is awesome, but sometimes you want to be even awesomer. It's time to get your fundraising on with your host, fundraising expert and author, Patrick Kirby. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the official Do Good Better podcast. I'm your host, Patrick Kirby. And of course, we talk about things that our small and medium-sized nonprofits need to have to be awesome, to do more good, to be better fundraiser, a marketer, a leader. Today, and it's kind of the first podcast of the year, I decided that I'm just going to get into the studio myself with you and me. We're going to talk about all things goals, which again, I I like New Year's because it's kind of a refresh on everything, except you don't want to put too much pressure on yourself to like, well, if I the only goal I can get is if I start January 1st not necessarily the case. And I feel like everybody puts too much pressure on themselves to do that. However, since it's the season and uh, we probably have a lot of budgets resetting, we probably have a lot of goals that come along with resetting. I'm going to help you, the nonprofit leader or the business leader, whatever you want to do. We're going to talk about some goals. I got five of them for you. And you can take one, you can take all five, um, but there might spark an idea that you can take and rock and roll in your own organization to see if you can be a more aggressive, more awesomer fundraiser at your nonprofit. Um, so here we go. I'm going to give you top five. It's going to be great. You and me setting goals together. Sounds fantastic. Uh, number one, I need that your goals, I need your goals to be attainable and reasonable. Listen, we talk about hairy, audacious goals, big, hairy, audacious goals all the time. And for your big projects and for your things, I want those to be massive. But for general nonprofit year goals, yearly goals, right? Annual goals, attainable and reasonable. And I got a caveat to go along with those. So what does it mean by attainable? Listen, don't set your goals to be like a hundred percent increase from last year. Come on. It's not attainable. It might be, but on paper, that doesn't make any sense, right? Doesn't make any sense. Try 5%, try 10%, try 20%. I'll even give you the 20%, but don't go so aggressively that you are going to burn yourself out trying to get there and you're going to overstress yourself. Get smaller goals, build you know, your wins, build momentum, and you can always change your goals. That's the other thing with goals. You don't have to be, you know, you can get attainable ones and then you can just increase them as they get successful. That's totally okay. Um, and then I, you want to have them reasonable, right? So um, if you've got 100 donors in your donor database, um, an unreasonable expectation would be 
I'm going to have 10,000 donors by the end of the year. No, you know, unreasonable expectations is why we have burnout. It's why we have frustrations with our board of directors who don't understand kind of the, the ins and outs of how fundraising and, and, and sort of relationship building work. They look for speed and the end game. That's it, which is what, you know, boards are supposed to do. They're supposed to be, you know, forward thinking and aggressive. But unreasonable expectations are the bane of every fundraiser's existence. And you shouldn't be giving yourself unreasonable expectations, right? Reasonable expectations, attainable goals. But here's the caveat. I want you to have grace in case you don't make it. And I think that's really what the, the hard part about all of this is, is that you might not make it. That's okay. Um, will you shut down if you don't make your budget? Okay, we well, should probably work a little bit harder. Is your organization going to fail miserably because you missed your goal by $1,000? Probably not, right? It's why the end of the year is always confusing is because uh, you see all the posts come in to say, hey, listen, if you don't give now, oh, you miss out on all these things or one last chance to give. I guarantee you, January 1st, every organization is going to take a dollar and it's going to be a-okay. So give yourself some grace to go with the attainable goals and the reasonable goals that you get. If you don't give it, that's going to be okay. Um, the number two goal that I would suggest you make one of your priorities this year is get back to basics. We are overcomplicating the fundraising process. We are forgetting that picking up the phone and talking to a donor is just what donors want. You forget that talking with a donor about how excited you are about the programs that you have keeps you motivated. And we forget that just reaching out and grabbing a cup of coffee when allowed in the never-ending Rona is that so, that human connection is so important that we're forgetting that. We're um, exchanging it for the ease and email and mass, you know, a mass social media posts or whatever complicated event that you're trying to do. Get back to basics. Pick up the phone, write a handwritten thank you note, invite somebody to lunch, invite somebody for a tour, right? We don't have to get super complicated with this. Simplicity, I think, is going to be really interesting in 2022 because we've been sitting in front of Netflix for the last two years. And I think people are going to yearn for human connection a lot more and that's what basic fundraising is. It's telling stories in front of people with people next to them about visioning out for the future. And what a wonderful way to fundraise when they ask you the question, how can I help? Rather than you having to sell them on it because you went back to basics. Uh, number three, I would like you to set a goal to go on dates with your donors. I would like you to date your donors in a very appropriate sort of way. Um. I saw a video that um, I did about a year ago where we were talking for Valentine's day. We did an interview with the news organization here locally, and it was on how to date your donors. And it was such funny advice at the time. Cause it's, you know, we had cupids in the background and it was this, um, you know, sort of Valentine's day thing, but it means that you are making sure you call your donors back, making sure you're genuinely interested in them. Not, not dating the bad boys, right? So like if there's a donor who just has nefarious reasons or has a nefarious background in business that they're sure they have a lot of money, but should you be dating them? 
Should you be having them donate to you? Eh, questionable. I think you should court the general public on why they should, you know, join you. And it's okay to date multiple donors at once. I'm giving you permission to do just that. Put yourself out there. Send out the vibe at the proverbial bar. Um, really learn to listen in conversations. Don't talk over your donors. Listen, get an understanding about what they want, and then act on that. I think that's a really important um, aspect in the uh, dating. Again, you're taking dating advice from somebody who's been married for 11 years and hasn't gone on a real date in like 12 or 13, like from a brand new, like it's, I realize that that's terrible dating advice, but the sentiment is the same. Pay attention, send your donor flowers (laughs) or a thank you card or a nice little note. Be authentic with them and don't need to like, you know, bulk up your resume in conversation is because they want to know who you are as an organization truly. Because if they're going to invest the time into building a relationship with you, they want to know whether you're a right fit. And sometimes it's not. Sometimes breakup is inevitable. And that's okay too. Give yourself grace on that time. But date your donors. Take them out to coffee. Ask them about themselves. Don't talk about your organization all the time. Ask them what they think. Ask them their perspective, right? And then go uh, meet their mom because their mom probably has money or their dad. It's going to be great. Meet the parents, get some money out of them too. Uh, Number four, you probably have some downtime in your calendar year. Use it for an uptick in how you build donor relationships or use it as an uptick in the amount of people that you go see. I will give you an example. Uh, I live in Fargo, North Dakota. There is a time in between uh, February 15th and probably April 1st. Not a lot of things go on because it's so freaking cold. And once the lake season opens up and people go out to their lake cabins, between like June 30th and like August 1st, not a lot of stuff goes on unless you're putting on a golf tournament. It's downtime. In the seasons of giving calendar, there's a couple of downtimes that you probably have. You don't have an event. You don't have an appeal. You don't have a newsletter or a magazine going out. It's downtime. Use that downtime to refocus, reestablish what you want to do, reprioritize, and go out to your donors rather than having come to you. So use that downtime as an uptick in the purposeful exploration of new donors, new opportunities, new partnerships, et cetera. Um, don't let that go to waste. Yes, you need downtime yourself as a fundraiser and as somebody who's going hard the whole time. I get it. But when you're in the office and when you're building sort of rapport and when you're doing fundraising, don't let that downtime slip away. Use it as an opportunity to say, okay, we don't have a lot of money coming in during the month of June. What can we do in the month of May to spur some giving in June? So be purposeful be realistic and be very self-aware of your calendar and your uh, seasons of giving where money's coming in. It's really plentiful. And when it's not, and when it's not, what can you do and what can you plan out as part of your goals to use that downtime as an uptick in your field activity? And finally, this is my goal. I think my goal personally, and I think one, you can take this piece of advice too. And this, uh, this piece of advice comes from the idea of be, having imposter syndrome, right? You are the expert in the field. 
You've been working at your organization for a very long time. You're serving amazing uh, clients. You're doing amazing work. You have massive impact. And yet somehow we in the nonprofit world have this imposter syndrome. They go, do I really know what I'm talking about? Do I really have the ability to raise money? Do I really have the ability to tell this story? Do I have this ability to throw this event on? Yeah, you do. My challenge to you in 2022 is act like you've been there before. It's a great um, movie called uh, Swingers. Now you you get your mind out of the gutter. Uh, it's uh, a movie back like late 90s. And um, it's about two guys who are uh, in Hollywood and trying to become actors. And uh, they go to Vegas. as a Vegas trip. And uh, they wear suits to Vegas. And the purpose, the reason they wear the suits is that you act like you have been there and they'll give you stuff for free, right? If you act like you've never been to Vegas, they're not going to comp you on anything. People will comp you um, with their perspective and they will uh, comp you with uh, fiscal uh, benefits as well. Even if you don't think you know what you should, because you do. There's a lot of confidence that comes in and there's a lot of swagger by just, hey, we've been here before. I know what I'm doing. I know what I'm talking about. Execute. Act like they've been there before. Coming out of this pandemic is going to be really weird for people trying to remember what it was like to interact with folks from start to finish. Like it's going to be really, really bizarre. And it's okay if you forget, but just for a little bit, pretend like you just, this is what this is old hat. It's not overconfidence. It's not being braggadocious, but it's just acting like you've been there, acting like it's not a big deal. Uh, that confidence, I think, is going to help you a lot, especially in this really bizarre post-pandemic world we're living in. I think people are looking for leadership. I think they're looking for people who know what they're talking about. I think they're looking for people who are confident. And um, that's how you're going to get a lot of money or a lot of eyeballs or ears on your mission. We've been here before. We know what we're doing. This is what we're going to do from point A to point B. That's powerful stuff. I'm telling you. So um, that's uh, that's a piece of advice. Short podcast today. That's Okay. The early in the year, you've got inboxes to clean out because you have just gotten back to the office after a couple of days off. This is an easy one to listen to. Top five goals you've got for you next year. Set attainable and reasonable goals and give yourself grace if you don't hit them. Get back to the basics. It's number two for a goal that you should have is don't overcomplicate any of this stuff. Get back to the basics and pick up the phone. And speaking of which, pick up the phone. Uh, start dating your donors. Woo them. It'll be really fun. Even donors who you have a wonderful relationship with, date your donors. This is one of the piece of marriage advice they always give you. It's like, hey, you should date your spouse. Mm, date your donors. Number four, look at your seasons of giving calendar. Look for your downtime. Use it for an uptick in field activity, which means you're going out during times you typically don't see money. You're going out to start building relationships or being in front of people and telling your story. Don't let that slip by. And finally, act like you've been there before. Listen, this is going to get weird. It's going to get super interesting. And I think you could do a really good job in raising a boatload of money if you just act like you've been there before. Uh, thanks so much for stopping by and listening to this episode. 
It's the first of the year. Next week, we start getting in a, a flurry of amazing guests that actually gets us into season five, if you can believe it. We're coming up on our 150th episode of the official Do Good Better podcast, and you're around for the journey. I appreciate your faces and your ears. Uh, look forward to talking with you next week. Happy New Year. Set some awesome goals. In fact, ping me. I would like to know what your goals are for 2022. Send me an email, Patrick at dogoodbetterconsulting.com. Maybe I will share them on an upcoming episode of goals that I enjoy. And boy, that's an aggressive goal. That's what a podcast will be. I don't know what season it's going to be in, but it will do it. Uh, hope you have a great day. Thanks for stopping by the official Do Good Better podcast. Look, as someone who listens to the show, you know that I love helping small and medium-sized nonprofits. That's why we bring on the awesome experts and guests that get to talk to you about how to make your organization more awesome. So I've got a deal for you. I would like to help you. I would like to work with you. So if you're go-to dogooduniversity.com, that's dogooduniversity.com, and you register for one of the courses, I'm going to send you my best-selling book, Fundraise Awesomer, a practical guide to staying sane while doing good for free, because I really want you to do amazing work. Listen, dogooduniversity.com. Go pick out something, whether it's a board training or a gratitude training or whatever webinar you want to choose. Um, use the promo code podcast, take 25% off of anything that you purchase, and I'm going to throw in a book as well because I want you to do awesome. I want you to do awesomer, and I want you to do good better. Go to dogooduniversity.com today.